0: Good morning, good morning. God is good. And all the time. It is a nice Sunday. It is a cool Sunday. And hallelujah, that's right. That is right. Welcome everyone. Welcome to you worshiping with us online. Welcome to this place that we call church. Church and today it felt like church because we have coffee and donuts. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Welcome, I'm Pastor Luis, a pastor of this congregation, welcoming you in the name of the Lord. Welcome everyone to this place that we call church, and that is the communion of the saints, the family of God that meets here at 1115 to worship God, to learn about God, and to be sent out into the world and do something about our faith. As uh, you notice, um, here in the sanctuary, um, we have some masks available if you need it. There is because, that is because uh, there's a new rise in COVID cases. So we want to take care especially of the vulnerable ones. And we certainly were praying for the people uh, uh, affected for, by these things. Please be safe, amen. But today is the day that the Lord hath made let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's a blessing to be here, to wake up, come to church, be ready for worship. And so at this time, with the Carr family, we will praise the Lord. Blessings to all. Blessings to all.
1: Amen. Amen. you're blessed this morning. Come on and give the Lord a hand praise. Please bow your head for a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you and praise you for another time to come into your house, to lift our hands, and to say thank you for all that you've done for us this week. For food and clothing and keeping us safe, your protection, your hand upon us for Lord, keeping our family safe father we just thank you god for being who you are not only for what you've done but because of who you are father we ask you to bless this service bless our time here father let us be not only hearers of the word but doers of the word bless our pastors he brings forth the word on today in jesus name we love you lord in jesus name amen many love the lord today raise your hands if you love the lord here we go i love you lord today
2: i love you i love you i love you lord today Cause you cared for me in such a special, in such a special way and yes, I, I praise I you, lift you up. I lift you up Lord, I magnify your name that's why my heart such a special way and yes I praise you I lift you up Lord
0: it. God is good, all the time is good, and His love is with us today. Before the Bible reading, uh, we keep praying for the Morgan and Clay families as their mom, Vernia, went to be with the Lord this, this past um, week. May our good God bring hope and consolation to the family, to the church, and to everyone. Also, uh, before the Bible reading, uh, I would like to invite you, worshiping with us online, especially if you're live, uh, on Facebook. uh, Leave your comments uh, if you have any question. I I might say this afternoon, maybe tomorrow, (laughs) but uh, I I just want to have more interaction. We want to have more interaction with you worshiping with us online. So, so blessings to you, blessings to all. Uh, This time we will have our Bible reading that today comes from the book of Acts, book of Acts chapter nine, verses 31 to 42. Book of Acts uh, chapter nine, verses uh, 31 to 42. And please stand as you are able for the reading of the word of
3: God. Amen. Meanwhile, the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was built up. Living in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Now as Peter went here and there among all the brothers and sisters, he came down also to the saints living in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years, for he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you, get up and make your bed. And immediately he got up. And all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Now in Joppa, there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity. At that time, she became ill and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in a room upstairs. Since Lydda was near Joppa, The disciples who heard that Peter was there sent two men to him with the request, please come to us without delay. So Peter got up and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the widows stood beside him weeping and showing tunics and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Peter put all of them outside, and then he knelt down and prayed. He turned to the body and said, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then calling the saints and widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Would you pray with me? Dear Lord, you are our God, and we are your people. (laughs) Certainly we surrender all to you, O God. As we come to this time of preaching and teaching, we pray that we can find wisdom, we can find direction, we can find the strength to put in action what we hear today may the words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer, Amen. amen and amen. It takes a village. Today, as we finish a series of sermon based on some of the stories and testimonies from the book of Acts um, that, as I have mentioned, gave us a clue of how to start ministries, especially those reaching people and bringing into the church, uh, sharing the gospel so they can accept Christ as their savior. It is important to know that when we read this book, the book of Acts, it is good to take into account that this group of believers, what I call the young church, right? This, group's, this group of believers was starting to make their own p- space in society. They were building their own reputation and placing themselves in the middle of a very difficult religious society and a dangerous political situation. Any similarities of the society in Jesus' times with our present situation in society is just a coincidence. A very difficult religious situation in society and in the political arena. We already, we already talk about the pressure of the new believers that wanted to remain Jewish, right? <laughs> then the pressure of the Greek philosophy and thought, Also, there was the fact that Rome was ruling the land with an iron fist and started to see the young church as a threat for the empire. And on top of all that, there was the inner pressure of power struggles in the young church. We saw something of that last week or the week before, and I think we can all relate to this, power struggles in church. In any human organization, there are power struggles. Can I have, it? okay, forget it. Yeah. Well, the John church was no exception. Even when Jesus was with them, with the twelve, uh, probably you remember that, that passage, they argued about who was going to be the leader when the boss was gone. What a nice thought, right? So the John Church w- was finding their place in the middle of that society, and you know what? Actually, Jesus uh, went through the same process. We can see in the gospel, according to John chapter 10, which is actually late in in, in Jesus' ministry, that even after all the miracles, all the teachings, all the followers, some people still ask him, are you the Messiah? Are you the real one? Are you the real deal? And so that was the environment the young church was dealing with. As they were sharing the gospel, sharing the message that in Jesus there is salvation. And you said any similarity of the society in Jesus' times with our present situation in society is just a coincidence. Well, in fact, it is not a coincidence. I mean, the church throughout history has always confronted different challenges, religious, political, economical situations, identity crisis, you name it. The church throughout history has always confronted different challenges and has always confronted uh, uh, times when they are up, you know, visible, when they are down, hiding. Sometimes the church is very popular or recognized. At other times, the church has been navigating turbulent waters, if not surviving. But one thing for church, God doesn't want the church just to be sit. And so in the middle of this turmoil of society, in the reading of the book of Acts, we're starting to see, especially in verse 31 of chapter 9, uh, with the good news that the church was growing, right? That, that's all over the book of Acts. The church is growing, the church is growing, right? Uh, then we find Peter right, remember Peter, uh, the transformed Peter, who, who is now pretty much tuned up and ready to listen to God's voice. Uh, he is preaching the gospel, going outside Jerusalem, and in a town not too far from Jerusalem, he is performing some miracles. Wow. Although in the book of Acts, we don't read much about miracles as in, other, uh, uh, as in the Gospels. Uh, and again, uh, he was performing miracle, which was one way or an instrument of how God, through the apostles, were calling people to believe and to repent after both miracles in our reading today it is said and more people came to church more people added to their numbers so do we want to grow the church we might need a miracle or two (laughs) however what would be a miracle for us these days When I was in Fuller Seminary in Pasadena, we had people from around 60 different countries and, and from many different denominations. One topic that we discussed in class actually several times was how come in other countries there seems to be more miracles and wonders like in our reading in Acts today? Why is it that in countries other than the ones in the western hemisphere, that is probably Europe and and, and US, we hear more miracles on those countries eh, about miracles and wonders? Is it a matter of faith? Is it a matter of testimony to the community? Is it a matter of, of publicity? You know, at that time, when I was attending seminary, we didn't have the social media that, that we have today, right? Everything is in We have computers though, okay? We have computers, <laughs> yeah? But we still heard testimonies of book of acts, kinds of miracles all, all over the world. What do you think? Is that, is that assumption valid or accurate? Well, first of all, uh, it might be a matter of of defining a miracle, right? There's different kind of miracles. And not having an accident all year driving through Los Angeles freeway, well, that's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Balancing a household budget in our current California economy, I think that's a miracle, Amen. amen? Janet has said very wisely, that perhaps in other countries where there are fewer resources, people rely more on the grace of God to solve some of their problems. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm confident, I'm, I'm, I trust that, that when we send as United Methodist Church, support to emergencies in any country, even in the United States, I think for them it's a miracle. And I'm, praise to God for that. Amen. So like the example of health issues, and yes, we have experienced miracles through through medicine and science, and I believe with a little push from prayer. Amen. But then there are healing signs and wonders. And I remember very well during those discussions, uh, we, we came out with, with this issue that... Uh, How are those healings and miracles really connected to faith ministry and especially connected to the testimony to the community? Is it only inside church kind of thing or it is for the whole community? Uh, Because that is what we see in these two miracles from Acts chapter nine, right? So back to our story here, Peter receives not a vision this time, right? but the visit of two messengers from a nearby town with the message that a very dear member of the community, right, and not only the church, but the community, had just died. In that city, there was a a faithful worker bee-type person named Tabita or Dorcas. I, I like better the Greek name, right, Dorcas. Dorcas has, had uh, just died uh, and the whole community was mourning her loss. Uh, Luke, the author of the book, is very specific about Dorcas' ministry. Dorcas was devoted to good works and acts of charity. Dorcas uh, made tunics and clothing for people in the in the community. And not only the group of believers, but the whole community was aware of the death of Dorcas because what a person does for the community does, does not go unnoticed. In the same way, what the church does for the community does not go notice, Amen. So one of the church members heard that Peter uh, was close, and, and, and he thought, well, maybe Peter can do something about this. And so they sent to men t- uh, and to ask Peter to go to Hoppa. Oh, Joppa. I said it in Hebrew, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> so a comment on this passage mentions that there are similarities between this miracle... Right and the miracle of the resurrection of Lazarus by Jesus. Yeah, you think about it a little bit, and if you connect uh, the dots there, uh, uh, Jesus uh, is is nearby uh, Bethany, uh, and and so they call him to go to Bethany. Lazarus is already uh, uh, already die- has already died, and the community is mourning. Jesus arrives and the miracle is done. That's another sermon for later. But you know, in this uh, story, Peter is nearby. They send people to bring Peter. But in the story of Acts, in the story of Acts, there is a big difference. This is not Lazarus, the very good friend of Jesus, right? Who used to host Jesus and, and, and the 12, right? Lots of coffee and donuts there. But this time, it is a woman. Dorcas. Now, you have heard about the status of, of women at that time in society. And I don't want to, to say bad things about the person that is not here, uh, but knowing a little bit about Peter, this know-it-all, Matchman, macho man, Peter, I would have my doubts that he was going to go to another town to see what was going on with this woman that he didn't even know. But remember, this is a transformed Peter. It's not the same Peter that I was talking about. It's not the same Peter of the gospel stories. This is Peter after Pentecost. Uh, We hear a testimony, people change. Yes, God, make them change. This is Peter after that conversation with Jesus on the beach. Uh, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, I love you. Well, then... Feed my sheep. Take care of my lambs. This is a different Peter. Well, I would say that change of heart in Peter is also a miracle, in the middle of a miracle. And so Peter goes to, to Joppa, uh, which, he, by the way, is in the opposite side of, of Jerusalem. Uh, uh, and this uh, trip uh, to Joppa was was taking him further away from Jerusalem, where the center of the church was, where, where the center of the power was. And yet Peter moves out of his comfort zone because when the church is willing to move out of its comfort zone to share the gospel miracles can happen somebody said miracles can happen when the church is willing to move out of its comfort zone to share the gospel miracles can happen. Amen to that. Different time, different place, a very different situation, but also a miracle. This week, we remember 60 years of the March on Washington for jobs and freedom and the I have a dream speech. Dr. Martin Luther King, and you know much better than me, with all his talent, capacities, and charisma, he could have chosen to do other things and be successful. But he chose, he chose, or or he was called and he said, yes, he chose to lead the path of freedom. He could have dedicated his wisdom, persistency, and talents to any other activity, and he would have been successful. But he moved out of his comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? He chose not to ignore what was happening in society, and to lead people, and inspire the people to fulfill the dream, a dream that we still need, a dream that we still want to be fulfilled 100%. Amen? Yes, different times, different place, and a very different situation but also a miracle, a miracle that needs to keep going. When the church moves and acts and preaches, because we call it uh, the, I have a dream speech, but many pastors, we agree, that was a sermon. That was a sermon and a good one. When the church moves and acts and preaches, miracles happen miracles happen so in our story in acts brings not only a big miracle another miracle but, but several uh what i call the small miracles yeah. in the life, uh, uh, new issues in the life of the young church. They were learning as they were walking, right? And when you try to start new things and new ministries, you learn in the process. And we are, as a church, as Pacoimach First, we are learning, we're still learning things. One of the things we learn, and, and the church learned in this passage is that Dorcas, Dorcas holds the distinction of being the only woman in the whole New Testament, the only woman in the whole New Testament who is specifically referred to as a disciple. And this is with this specific word in the original language, that means disciple, that is used only for the 12 and a few others. But Dorca's identification of, as a disciple from the, that cultural perspective is a radical change is a radical change. Not only does it illustrate that the use of ordinary people, nothing ordinary on her, ordinary people to bring about a great miracle, but illustrate God's willingness to use persons regardless of their gender for service. We are all called to do ministry. Amen. And also please listen to this. And I quote, beneath the surface, uh, surface of this text lie several hidden, hidden treasures. Among these are service and witness. Service and witness. Long before the term social missions or social action or whatever you want to call it, Came into being, Tabitha's clothing distribution and the other acts of kindness, they were running full operation. All ministries, all ministries are important when they are connected to the vision. All ministries are important when they are connected to the vision so if you say pastor at this moment i just the only thing i can do is pray with well, us a lot <laughs> please do so please do so dorcas was devoted to good works and acts of charity it was not let's say the big miracles right but the small acts of kindness and helping others what made of this woman of god so beloved by the whole community. And for sure you know examples of this kind of disciple here in the church, amen? And so it was the community that was moved in faith and in love to send those two messengers to go and call Peter and the miracle came to the church. Because it takes the community, it takes a village, it takes the participation and action of the people in order, in order to set the stage, to move the lever, in order to push for miracles to happen. It is when God sees the fate of the people When God listens uh, to the prayers of the people, when God sees the church marching, that God, in His great mercy, makes miracles happen. It is God's mercy. And we are privileged. We are honored. We are blessed. To participate in God's miracles. Because miracles can happen. Miracles can happen. Ministries, activities, miracles, they will happen and will be effective tools to bring people to Christ. And it is the involvement of you and I, this whole church, regardless of the role that we may play in this community of faith, it is our involvement as a community, as a whole church that moves the wheel by the grace of God, that moves the wheel of this congregation to the road that we have ahead of us. Ahead of us. God keeps transforming us, changing us. So let God keep working on us so we can be the feet and hands of Jesus in the world. Because that is when miracles can happen. Amen. Amen. All to
2: Jesus I surrender all to. is Oh,
0: It takes a village. Uh, it is the involvement of the whole community uh, that makes church happen by the grace of God. As, as the apostle uh, Paul put it in a very uh, perfect way, as in the body every part has a function, every single member of the church has a role in this great plan of God for the world. There is one thing though that the church cannot do because it is already done through jesus and that is what we remember today his sacrifice on the cross that is or this is what only jesus would have done coming down from heaven, coming down from his comfort zone, and miracles started to happen. Great miracle, resurrection. And with it, the promise of eternal life for you, for me, and for all those who believe. So please prepare your hearts and minds to take a communion. You have a small communion set there. I would like to share that I will consecrate the elements first, uh, and then after the Lord's prayer, we all uh, take the bread and juice together, uh, so we, will, we can have a communion uh, together. Oh, as I as I mentioned, I'll consecrate the elements. We'll have um, a communion after the Lord's prayer. And if you feel in your heart uh, the need to come uh, and 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 pray in the altar, you're welcome to come. If you need prayer, uh, I'll pray for you. And and so let's prepare our hearts and minds. And so, in remembrance of these your holy acts in Jesus Christ. We offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Let us pray. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on this gift All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now with the confidence that we are God's children, let us pray the Lord's prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Now you can take your communion set, and the first year you will find the wafer, the body of Christ, broken for you, for me, and everyone. And then we remember the cup of salvation. And again, you're welcome to come now. After the service, we'll pray for you. Let us pray. Glory to you, O God, for the great things you have done for raising us to new life. As Peter raised Tabitha and Jesus raised Lazarus, we are forever grateful. Now we know that that you have promised eternal life and, and resurrection in the last day. It is with that promise in our hearts that we can believe that we can, in the middle of our loss, give you thanks for the life of our sister, Vernia. I have heard how she was your servant in this church and at this altar. We thank you for her testimony and for the lives that she taught as she was serving you, oh God. You are the God of life. And life is manifested in great miracles as as, as well as all those small miracles that are acts of kindness when they are done in your name. We also thank you for those who have fought the, the good battle, the good trouble, for dignity in the workplace and for living wages. The battle is still on. So let us be wise, we pray. Let us be wise and develop our resources of faith and action in areas of ministry that we can bring not only change, but that we can bring miracles in your name. May we be faithful witnesses of your great works within our midst. We pray all this in the name of your Son, Jesus. AND YOUR CHILDREN SAY TOGETHER, AMEN, 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 AND AMEN, AMEN. SO THIS IS uh, uh, THE TIME WHEN WE BRING OUR OFFERING TO GOD. THIS IS PART OF OUR WORSHIP TO THE LORD, FOR YOU WORSHIPPING ONLINE. YOU WILL FIND IN YOUR SCREEN uh, THE WAYS THAT YOU CAN SUPPORT YOUR CHURCH. In our mission to make miracles, small and big miracles, uh, in our community and in the world. So let's, uh, let's receive the offerings and tithes. Let us pray. In gratitude and praise, we return these gifts to you, O God, that they may be a blessing for others, the food of compassion to those who hunger for mercy, the water of justice to those who thirst for righteousness, the comfort of your love to those who are lost and alone. In trust and gratitude, we pray. Amen. And amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So miracles, ministries, activities, coffee and donuts, they will happen. And they will be effective uh, tools to bring people to Christ. And our role is to let God keep transforming us. And our role is to bring new leaders, men, women, who are willing to be the feet and hands of Jesus in the world. So please stand as you are able to receive uh, the benediction. Again, if you need uh, more prayer, prayer after the benediction, you can come uh, to the altar. We'll pray for you. And so as we are searching to find our rhythm in the ways we do ministry, may the peace of God the love of the Son, and the power of the Holy Spirit to be witnesses. We be with you, with your families, now and forever. Amen. And amen. And let the people of God say, Amen. amen.